Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I'm Zen the Excited. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm Emily the Ecstatic. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to another water cooler episode where sometimes it's Disney and sometimes it's not, but it's always fun and interesting. Well, today I want to start off with, I think it's going to be obvious, we got to talk about WandaVision. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so once again, we hate doing this to you. Uh, we didn't put in a long, very long embargo. The thing is that this is going up on a Wednesday. This is for the previous Friday's episode. I think it's number nine. Um, talk about craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, first of all, the you know the uh the witch next door (laughs) i mean did anyone see that coming i didn't just because i i don't actually like i didn't know too much about scarlet witch before the movies and even like after she appeared in the movies it wasn't like oh i'm gonna go read more about her like Mm -hmm. i've seen her before and i knew her name but i didn't know her backstory so that was like Oh, interesting. So I I totally didn't see that coming, but it's just because I didn't know her character that well. So, uh, you know, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Same with me, though. Like, I mean, we've talked about this before. I'm like the least knowledgeable person of comics among the three of us. Uh, but I had a feeling only because I keep reading all the like people's not spoilers, but people's um like assumptions about what these things mean. And mm. so kind of. I would say like around episode five-ish, like mid-season, um, I read this thing that was like, I think that, at, um, what's her name? Agnes, the, yeah. the, the, the neighbor, her name is similar to Agatha. And Agatha is like this frenemy kind of person in the comics. So I like had read that theory ahead of time, but not uh. really knowing the association. Right? I just like kind of read it. So when it the reveal actually happened, it was like, shocking but also like ah i see (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know i'll be honest with you so um i was a big comic book reader until i was essentially from 14 to 30 and i have a collection of something crazy like fourteen thousand comic books floating around somewhere and um so i was fairly aware of vision and wanda but this is actually really really old storyline um Agatha is actually um, the, she's not a very common villain that comes around, but she was ah. one of those people. Yeah, so it's it's not like a it's not like a Doctor Doom or a, a you know or like in DC Lex Luthor or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, a little bit of an obscure villain. And if you and and the thing is, Wanda has been around since I think I read somewhere like X Men number. Like within the first single digits, like number nine. Oh and wow! I think, yeah, so that's like the nineteen six late six mid sixties to early. I think it's early seventies, late sixties. Hmm. So a lot of that people are just are just not aware of her character background. Even I wasn't. You know, yeah. by the time I saw her, she was an established cartoon uh, comic book character, and it's just it's Wanda and it's Vision, and you didn't make any assumption. You didn't even ask where they came from 
Mm-hmm. So There's so many of them, it's hard to keep track, yeah. you know? So, um, wow. <laughs> um. Yeah. That was, like, the huge reveal. What else? Um, the, the part where she's saying, like, oh, yeah, I killed Sparky. I was like, oh, <gasps> my goodness. Oh, yeah. Like, I was, um, like, you were really cool. But then as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. By the way, I want to. There's one thing I want to mention, is that the number of Easter eggs that they are throwing into the series is just amazing. Right? Yes. Um, like, I, I. Okay, so I actually came across this, um, and it went, "Oh yeah, I don't know if you remember." Uh, I don't think this happened in this episode, but Jimmy Woo when he first shows up. He mm-hmm. goes, he walked, walks up and he's like, oh, I'm Agent Jimmy Woo. And he pulls his business card out of the air. Do you, what? Do you guys, do you guys recollect, recollect this? No. Essentially, Jim, Jimmy Woo is walking up to, I forget who it is. Um, I think it's um, Rambo. Yeah, it's and probably it's like, Rambo. I think it's Rambo. And it's like, oh, Agent Jimmy Woo. And he sticks his arm out to, you know, sticks his arm out to the right. And out of the near, a business card materializes and then he hands it to her and it's just like an off-the-cuff thing a completely Mm -hmm. off-the-cuff thing Uh but if you go back to ant-man that's what it is so impressed because ant-man could do tricks like that yeah that's right and throughout the series i mean throughout this he's like looking on the internet trying to learn how to do that card (laughs) trick and he doesn't do it very good so all of a sudden in the series you know now he's been practicing so much he's able to pull <laughs> he cards out of thin air so i mean it's these little kind of easter eggs that you know just like these little nods and like hey time has gone by you know things have moved on people have grown older and these little nods are just incredible that actually have absolutely nothing to do with the storyline i love it Mm-hmm. I love oh, to see yeah. characters develop, even if it's something small like that. Like that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Um, Rambo, I forget which episode it is, but she ends up having powers. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> I loved uh, that. Okay, I'm gonna go on with that. I'm sorry, I'm just talking way too much. So. When I was a kid, comic books, um, they had a new comic book character in this roughly the probably early mid 80s. And it was Captain Marvel, an African-American woman. And um, she was like this new comic book character. I had no idea. I didn't make the connection that that particular character was the agent from uh, not S.H.I.E.L.D. from S.W.O.R.D. Mm-hmm. so it's just like oh my god they keep on throwing out easter eggs i mean this is actually an established comic book character who took on the captain marvel name oh, okay. oh I, see. I love that she had that connection to like the first captain marvel right. too like that always makes it really nice like you know like her her aunt basically mm-hmm. you know yeah. and so then like now the niece essentially is is taking over yeah carrying on the legacy which is awesome Mm -hmm. yeah 
So, I mean, because the original Captain Marvel in the comic books at the time had all, we've mentioned this before, all of her powers were stolen by Rogue. So yeah. Captain Marvel was essentially MIA. I don't know if she was dead. She could have been dead or just like a normal person. And so the name was open, as far as I recall. I mean, this is a long time ago. And so they could have a new Captain Marvel who was an African-American woman who had this really, it was a very white suit and everything. So, mm -hmm. And there's nods to that. So it's like, whoa, I, you know it's it's the gift that keeps on giving to people like me who read comic books as a kid mm -hmm. so <laughs> totally okay uh, i'm gonna try to shut up now <laughs> <laughs> i i like the the nods to the classic tv series that they've yes. done throughout and then when agatha is revealed i love that it's kind of in the same vein as the monsters like i was just so excited to see that that was funny um oh and then we also learned going back with agatha that she was the one who brought pietro back and she calls him fake pietro so Pietro. <laughs> that was pretty good i was like oh i like the pun that's nice so, that was crazy uh i don't are we going are we do we want to talk about like the latest like the one i think episode eight that the whole um i guess we get the whole backstory this behind Agatha and um, Wanda. I don't know how far we want to go in, like how deep we want to go into WandaVision. So just... go, go, go. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> so this was crazy. Like episode eight. I mean, they've, I feel like they've all been crazy. Um, all the ones that kind of like passed the whole like decade episodes, if that makes sense. So all the ones that like happen in now. Um, so episode eight, we get the whole backstory on how like Agatha got her powers. And then Agatha is like, so I guess she just, she's so curious and she wants to know how Wanda did what she did, like control the whole hex, I guess, and like put everyone under her spell and things like that. So she takes Wanda through like memory, like memory lane and goes like from Wanda's childhood to like her stint at the Avengers compound to actually like losing vision and then how she created the hex. And it's so interesting because I realize now that like, we never really know much about her background. Um, but I guess Wanda based on this story, like this back backstory is that Wanda already had some sort of powers as a child like some mm -hmm. sort of way to manipulate um, probability as a child. So that's why that Stark um, missile was a dud while she mm -hmm. and Peter were waiting like for it to go off for two days. And then when they like volunteer for that, uh, is it Hydra? The Hydra like um, yeah experiment. And then she like something happens and then they like turn on her powers. And then we learn that she didn't actually steal vision from a sword. And that, yeah, Hayward, that part was really interesting. That was like, okay, yeah, Hayward just like made that all up. He like fabricated that video of her stealing it, uh, or not stealing it, stealing vision, um, yeah. which is crazy because that means that she just like created this made idea. Him. Yeah, yeah. She, she just made him out of thin air, and that's why he couldn't exist outside the hex. Not because he was a corpse, but just because he was only an idea within yeah the hex which was mind-blowing 
and then also, I guess that's when we first officially learn that Wanda is the Scarlet Witch, which mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I for some, I guess like as viewers, we have an idea, but the MCU just never actually labeled her as a Scarlet Witch until now. Really? I mean, that's I what it's no like. Yeah. It seemed like this huge revelation when Agatha was like, you have no idea what you are. You're the Scarlet Witch. And I was like, didn't we already know that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But I think that was like the first actual reveal within the MCU. And by the way, I was wrong. It was episode eight, not... I thought we had episode nine. It's episode eight. So Is there only one more? I feel like they said at the beginning there's only nine episodes. Yeah, I think this week's is the last one then. (laughs) (laughs) Have have you guys seen how um like people have been saying that all of the episodes are kind of like the stages of Wanda's grief? And so like, you know, the the fifties episode is denial like and... denial yeah and then when she finally gets into the 70s you see her get angrier so she's at that stage and then um she shows bargaining in like the 90s i think and then oh no no yeah yeah and then like 2000s are like depression or i think like episode seven whatever that one was the one that was like modern yeah. family-ish that uh-huh. was like the depression right. one so I mean, it is so well written right oh yeah yeah every every time an episode ends my husband and i just kind of look at each other like what no that's too short (laughs) and we need more they've done such a good job of just it's like a complete and whole like a when you tell about when you talk about storytelling there's this like beginning middle and end and then like you know the the um the evil that you know the i forget what the word is when the hardship and stuff like that and and all those types of things and this has every single part of a classic western story Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. well done there was even um i need to look it up there's that one line that everyone has been quoting that um vision says um it's something like okay i need to look it up so i don't mess it up <laughs> but so many good lines so okay i gotta say i got a question for you too so like when it comes to the movies this is something new we've never seen this before as far as i know any movie so we have two characters show up in a triple a movie we really don't know anything about it them Mm -hmm. and they and they tell a story with the characters but then they go to a television show to tell their backstory in long i mean this is long form right because essentially you know they're what about 40 minutes long at least half an hour so at least four to six hours maybe Mm -hmm. eight out four seven six or seven hours Uh, i really like this right I do too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I found the line. It's, but what is grief if not love persevering? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good. And apparently, like, um, people have been turning it into a meme, which is kind of sad. But like, oh, it's such a um, good line, that's man. Such I a good line. Yeah. And that reminds me, I was reading um, about Vision and Wanda, and uh, that whole scene in Endgame when Wanda actually has to destroy the Vision, the Vision, the Mind Stone 
or basically kill vision remember and then he says like you could never hurt me that whole interaction between them was completely improvised um oh wow yeah like i guess the directors just said do whatever you say and do whatever you think the characters would do in the situation so that whole thing which just makes it so oh my god that's always awesome when like people know their characters so well that they can just you know like continue that without it having been written for them they were born to please these roles yeah oh yeah they're so good so good so good have such good chemistry between the two like man right yeah Oh, what else can be said? <laughs> I'm I'm scared for the final episode just because like Agatha's crazy and now that we're gonna see the the new version of Vision. Vision oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that was crazy. Um I'm scared for that for sure. <laughs> um but so this week is the last season not season, episode nine last episode of this season is there a second season confirmed? i was gonna ask do we know i don't or... know because i i thought this was kind of like the setup to um what's it called you want to say mansion of madness but that's a board game uh whatever the the um doctor strange thing that's next i think I think there's supposed to be some kind of tie in between WandaVision oh, and that. The next Doctor Strange? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Because Wanda's. She's a mutant. <clears throat> I mean, this was always a little bit unclear to me when, as a comic book reader, is she is a mutant, but her powers exhibit themselves like magic. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, her powers and, you know, um, you know, it's Scarlet witch right mm-hmm. so she's like she's a witch so that was one of those things where you know and so the the doctor strange and her relationship is always there's always an interesting relationship because the characters have some um overlap in yeah some, you know, their powers right even though she's a mutant and he's a mystic so hmm. oh, i need some definitions on those <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah and but, then but would you i mean actually i would love it i mean if these two actors would do it but like i would love to see them in a movie and yeah. then in between movies what are they doing in between the movies <gasps> I yeah. Like yeah so yeah that could be amazing okay i that's a perfect segue because i want to talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So let's take a quick sponsor break and we'll we'll be right back. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. Okay, welcome back, everyone. So this week is the last week of WandaVision for now, I guess. And then 
But we're followed following it up with The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is premiering March 19th, I think. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So it follows it up real nicely. We're not left with too large of a gap. Um, But, okay, so I was looking, I came across this because I was looking at what Disney Plus was bringing um, in March 2021. And then that's when I was like, oh, my God, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is finally being released. And then I was like, wait, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a TV series and not a movie? I don't know why. But I thought it was a movie. I thought it was too. <laughs> but okay. It's a show. <laughs> okay. I, was, but... I knew it was a TV show. Nice. Okay. But... I'm glad I'm not the only one. But yeah, I totally thought just based on, especially based on the um, the Super Bowl trailer. First of all, because there was a trailer, I thought it was like a movie because <laughs> it was like such a big, um, like they premiered it on the not premiered it was it premiered on the super bowl anyways it's a tv show they're gonna have um so from what i've been reading it says that they wanted to tell the story of falcon and the winter soldier within nine hours whether that's i think nine hours or six hours something like that but they they had a time frame whether that's like six or nine individual episodes or like dragged out to maybe like half hour episodes or something so it sounds like this is like a one season kind of deal, which is interesting. But I'm very excited about it because you just get Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan together. <laughs> I just think that's so funny. And then um, uh, they say that on set, I guess they were encouraged to like say, uh, come up with like the best jab at each other. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so I hope those make it into the, the show. Um, and then what is interesting is that who is the guy from Civil the villain from Civil War? Does he die? I can't remember. The 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 computer guy that like oh appears on the computer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Helmet? Yeah. Anyways, anyways, he <laughs> supposedly he supposedly is is making an appearance in the series, Ooh. or he's coming back. So it's oh, like a, it's it's, a, it's like an old villain coming back. I think nice. unclear, but I'm very excited that we won't have to live too long without a Marvel or just like a Disney series, because mm-hmm. like you said, Zen earlier, like I really like. I've come to really like these little TV shows that are in between movies and gives us some more history or like some more background on like secondary characters, I guess. Yeah. It, it gives them, um, it, it, it gives depth to the characters, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what makes it, I, I like it is because it's, it's like now they're not just these superheroes. They, now they have that, now they're personable to you because it's just like oh they go through trials and tribulations and you know you learn more about their personalities i really kind of wish that there had been something like this even for star wars like before we got to the sequel trilogy i really wish there had been like you know let's set up ray let's set up kylo so this way you know what their stories are before you get to the final point or like any of the characters. Like I would have loved to see 
some kind Solo. of miniseries. Yeah, like, yeah, well, like how terrible. did Leia and Han Solo <laughs> like break up and have such a dismal, you know, I don't know, you know, like just it would have been nice to see stuff like that and and what happened to Luke and like like really flesh out some of those parts that were just kind of like oh and then this happened in the movie you know just like a two second like well this was this and that was that so <laughs> that's why you know, you know joss whedon and oh geez geez joss i don't know what the hell you've been doing but you know i don't such negative press and i hope it's not true but it looks like it's true um in the avengers films remember that one scene where hawkeye goes i know where we could go hide mm-hmm. and he he takes them home yeah. yeah and and that was and it, it was you know I really like that scene because you know like in real life it's just like it's just like also there's like there's this pressure and then sometimes there's these periods of periods of quiet you know what I mean in real life yeah and that showed it's just like a he's married mm-hmm. he has, yeah he has kids he, he lives on a farm right what? Yeah. You, you know so he's got this home life um with a wife and kids and it was a neat contrast to just like, oh, he's not just this guy who, t- super tough guy. It's just like, this guy actually is a person, you know? Yeah. And then it sets up his daughter, too. So this way, yeah. later on, when they introduce her, then it's like, oh, okay. Well, we already kind of saw her. So now we know who that is, you know, that kind of yes. thing. Right. And and not just that, you know, if you um, read, read a lot of Shakespeare, in order to have tragedy you need to have periods of true happiness yeah um when you're writing a story and the reasoning is if you don't have if to have a perfect tragedy you need to have happiness because that's what you take away from them yes and so that's what in this it wasn't tragic but the thing is that it intensified um it intensified things because the thing is like oh my god here's this piece uh, this is what could be taken away from him, but also this period of calmness that was such a juxtaposition against this, these huge action scenes. So. Yeah, and that's what bothers me about Star Wars not having something like that in between, like the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy, because we already like know a lot about you know um, like Luke Skywalker because he was in the original trilogy, and we already knew a lot about um, Anakin because of the original trilogy so we we understood like it made his downfall that much more like painful to watch when we were watching the prequels but you know when you don't know that much about ray you don't know that much about like any of them then like that very very last scene where you know ray and finn and poe are all hugging it's kind of like it's not as meaningful as some of the original characters because you've seen that much more of them so yeah it's like the, we need more like this Disney Plus. Like, please give us all of the mini series you want to bestow on us, because it's really nice to see all these characters fleshed out more. And then, like you guys were saying, like you come to care about them so much more, and it's that much more, like you're that much more invested. Then, they're oh, in love. Yeah, that's the other part is that when you see this, they're in love, and that's you know because the thing is in the comic, I mean in the movies, it's like. Yeah, they're a couple, but you don't realize that how close the relationship is. Yeah, you know that one scene where you see them in the like they're when they were hiding out. 
it was kind of like oh okay well they're together that's cool but it was you're right like it's not like you don't really get that sense of how much they love each other until this right Mm -hmm. right exactly so oh boy but we were talking about (laughs) did you want to say anything else about the winter soldier in Oh, oh, I mean, okay, so in case it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) like we do, (laughs) in case it wasn't clear, the Winter Soldier uh, and the Falcon series, it's going to take place after Endgame or not after, yeah, after Endgame, after Infinity War. Hmm. I get those confused. Oh, Infinity War is first and then Endgame. So it happens basically after Captain America comes back. And he's all, an old man and gives the shield to um, Falcon. Oh, so okay. it's going to follow that story. And we're going to see like how uh, the Falcon like takes on this new role. And also how Bucky, I guess, exists outside of just being like Steve's best friend. Or like the Hydra soldier. Like he gets to become his own kind of like hero. Nice. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> well let's see i think i'll just go ahead and make this a like disney plus like water cooler episode i was i was actually okay maybe i'll i'm gonna mention something like super quick that is not disney but Do first it. keeping on disney plus um i don't know if anyone has seen these yet but there are a bunch of really cool videos on disney plus where it's just stuff that's nice to have playing in the background while you're working. There's like um, this whole recording of Walt Disney World and Animal Kingdom like during the sunrise. And there's just this like really pretty music that's playing in the background. And you just like slowly watch the sunrise over these beautiful places. So there's that. There's a, I think it's called Zen Disney. And it's just a bunch of like really pretty sounds over and music over um disney animated films and they each have kind of like a a different theme to them like i think there's a water one and there's like it's just really like soothing stuff that you can find on disney plus that you know it's like i didn't realize that there were these things until someone told me and nice they're, they're pretty nice so the next time you're you need something you need some kind of noise in the background you're working from home you can find that so there's like that's that's my Disney Plus part. And then <laughs> um so we're all in California. And California is still not clear of COVID yet, even though like we're starting to get the vaccines, which is really good. Um, but they're kind of recommending for us sometimes to be wearing double masks. And so um I want to know where you're going to go with this and how this relates to Disney. I'm I'm sitting here with bated breath. Sorry. Okay, because here's the thing. I don't think Disney is going to lift any mask restrictions anytime soon. I think they're going to be really, really cautious. And I think a lot of amusement parks are kind of following suit. So I've been trying to find for like since the beginning of this, I've been trying to find a good like cloth mask that I could wear And originally I was just kind of thinking like, well, I'll wear the paper masks when I need to go somewhere that's maybe a bit more dangerous. Like, you know, I'm in a supermarket or something, maybe then that's cause for more caution. I'll wear a paper one. But then if I'm just like in a drive-thru or something, I can just, you know, throw on a cloth one and it's fine. But I've found a lot of really bad cloth masks where they really kind of push on your nose. 
And so I've been just like all throughout last year, I've just been so frustrated with cloth masks and just thought like, whatever, I'm just going to keep using the paper ones and that's fine. But I finally found a cloth one that's really, really good. And it's made by a brand called Tokidoki. And oh, so yeah. cute. <laughs> they, the, if you aren't familiar with Tokidoki, they are, um, it's a company that was started by a, an Italian artist who is very heavily influenced by um, like Japanese artwork and, and culture. And so like the art style is very similar to like Sanrio or Sanex, like that kind of thing. And like the, the subject matter is really cute and funny. Like it's anything from, you know, an alien that looks like a little girl with donut ears to like, there's a, uh, it's, <laughs> it's like a gang of. Donatella, milk- by the way. Donatella, there's a gang of milk cartons called um, the Mufia, and their whole thing is like they're protecting little kids and and from their milk getting stolen, so this way they can grow up big and strong or something like that. So like, it's all these are like really really cute characters. So Tokidoki makes a uh, cloth mask that's really good. It has like a pocket for a filter. It has like a little metal nose piece, but it also lets you adjust the elastic on the sides too. So this way, like, and I have bought like three of these. I've washed them all the time and they're totally like, they're amazing. So if you're still like struggling to find some, cause I know like Disney came out with some, even not spray frame came out with some, but they're kind of hit or miss. So, like, I think originally my mom bought some of the Disneyland ones when they first came out, and a lot of people were really unhappy with them. They were smaller than the um, size chart even mentioned. So if you're still struggling, I would look at Tokidoki's because they're really good, and they're super cute. There's a bunch of different cute styles. So, yeah. They're based out of L.A., right? Yes, I do. Okay. Because <laughs> I've oh. bought too many things for them. And so it's always like shipping from LA. <laughs> well, you, you know what? They used to have a shop too, but I think yeah. the shops have closed, unfortunately. They used to, there's a, um, there was a comic, little like comic book shop, like figures shop across from our campus in, um, uh, what's it called? The University Town Center. I forget what it's called. Alakazam Comics. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know if it's still there. I think no. it's not, right? Um, They are in South Irvine now. Okay. I think that's where I got my first Tokidoki figures was from there. So, like, my first blind boxes when I was at UCI. <laughs> my wife has a... We, we've been collecting his stuff for years. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, used to be... You could go to Comic-Con and he had yes. a shop in Comic-Con. And it's just like, oh, my God, this Simone. And yeah. you could just walk up to him. It's like, like there might be two people in front of you. It's like, hey, will you autograph my 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 wife's purse? And mm-hmm. like, oh, sure. And he would autograph it and, like, draw on it. Yeah. And so, like, he and nowadays, it's just try to get near the guy. You know, you can't even, you know, like, there's just so many crowds. It's just he's become so popular. Yeah. And rightfully so. So yeah, I've heard he's super down to earth. I mean, you know, even like on Instagram or something, if you like tag Tokidoki, he'll often like like your post too, just because it's like, oh yeah, cool. You know? Like he's you can tell he's genuinely happy to see people enjoying his products and his art. Yeah. He's he's super he's super chill and super nice. So Yeah. But Yeah. 
So if oh. you're looking for a mask, highly recommended. 10 out of 10. Several purchases have been made. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Can I throw up one? Uh, let me throw up a few things. Um, okay. First thing I gotta throw up is um, I didn't know this. I just recently found it, but um, as a kid, like if you have children, which I do, as everyone probably has heard of a million times, not children, a child, um, <laughs> I'm trying to teach her about things that we, just things like whether it be math or the constitution or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. and I was just thinking, it's like, you know what, do you remember on television when you were a kid, they had something called Schoolhouse Rock? Yes. Okay. And so Schoolhouse Rock was these little three-minute ditty things that, that were cartoons, and they had a song, and it talked to you about the states, or right now my daughter's learning about the Constitution. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, you know, Schoolhouse Rock had something on the Constitution, like, we the people. Yes, that's yeah. the song I... Yes. More perfect. It's yep. like, Schoolhouse Rock all on disney plus really? all i think there's like 50 of them they made them look like up until the, even the 90s and every single one of them are available on disney plus that's awesome oh, so nice. if you have kids or you want to revisit your childhood i suggest you go check those out it's funny how like all of those the songs are so memorable that you just kind of naturally go back to that you know mm -hmm. like conjunction junction what's oh my function? gosh yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, so weird yeah and that's that's exactly right um uh that's why i wanted to teach my show my kid it's just um i mean like the three circle you know the three parts of the government and whatever whatever and it's just like it's such an easy way to learn about important things in school that makes it interesting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so so i love it good stuff uh -oh. all right well that does it for this episode of main street uci we've given you lots of different things to be excited for for Disney Plus or to go back and revisit if you haven't seen them. So thank you for listening and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And you can also find us on our Instagram and Facebook at Main Street UCI. Don't forget to send us your questions and requests. We love to hear from you. And thank you again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, Find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.